Hi, this is Victoria Miracle and Purposeful Woman Podcast. My goal for this podcast is to bring you the best information from the brightest woman in the world. Let's go. You look beautiful. Me too. Good, good, good. It's been just a little crazy with the fires, but we are getting better and better. I know. Hopefully I don't start coughing. I kind of like triggered a little Mm -hmm. asthma lately, but so far so good. All right. And Carrie is alignment expert and the host of the Good Curves podcast. Through her, dedicate in, through her decade in fitness, she created a body alignment program that helped women around the world recover from burnout and achieve long-lasting, sustainable, and fulfilling approaches around their personal and fitness. Welcome, Carrie. Thank you for having me. I love human design, so <laughs> we've talked about that before me and you, so... Yeah, I'm super excited to be here. I love everything this is about. And really, thank you so much for having me on here. I'm really, this is cool. Yeah. We are here to talk about our first, our, the foundation and the power. What I say, it's a foundation in our life. Well, it comes kind of a last, uh, I think, in the business. Mm-hmm. After realigning everything else, that's where you start to really go for it and execute and really have that energy to put everything in right because we, we can't act without really having the you know the idea and alignment and really be open in our hearts so that will really creates and also our lovely topic which is right sales and it all comes from that place of really being in alignment with first chakra and everything else but before i would love to hear how i know that you've been burned out and how what was your story? How did you, <laughs> and as a projector, you know, it's just, yeah. Very- well, I only found that out beginning of this year and it's been kind of a fun trip finding that out too. I kind of listening to your story with Karen earlier was interesting because it's quite similar to mine in a way, but yeah, I mean, I burned out at 25 and if you're into human design, I'm a four, six. So like we tend to go through life faster, I guess. That's what they say. I don't know, but I burned out at 25, which is younger than a lot of people, but I was really, I was uh, really someone who, you know, if you say this is the right way, I'm going to be coachable and I'm going to trust you and I'm going to go after it. I, I can be stubborn about some things, but for the most part, like I've always been someone who's like going after something, right? That's that like first chakra, that, ooh, that ambition. I have to, you know, I got to do this. I got to be better. And what's funny about my chart, it's almost completely open. I only have two defined centers. So that's what's fun. I only have the G center in the throat. So I have no motors. And I know if you don't know human design, it's okay. I'm just, this is for the human design people. We're going, we're emerging it. from the human design. Yeah, it's kind of. Have we? Okay. <laughs> so you guys, you got to watch that into order and watch them all, not just one and by one. Yeah, kind of mind blowing, especially if you're a projector. It's like, oh, it makes so much sense. So basically I'm a projector with no motors, which means that I run off of a lot of other people's energy. And that means I was doing that a little too much and my body couldn't cope. And so I had a burnout. What this looked like for me was a whole list of hormonal issues, right? So what led to that was really, I wanted to be the best personal trainer. I was in Singapore, you know, PTing at that time. And if any of you have been a personal trainer before, you know that the hours are like 
12, 15 hour days, right? You work before people go into work, work after people go leave work. So I had really long days. I was still trying to train a whole lot. I was still trying to meet this like physique, you know, that I had in my head that I have to look like this for A, B, and C reasons, especially since I'm a coach and I'm in the fitness industry. And I got in modeling at 15. So like, that's just something we taught conditioning. Like that's just something I've always known I had to do. Well, in trying to be the best coach I was trying to be, I ended up not being able to coach at all, right? And I gained like 20, 30 pounds out of the blue. I was still eating at a deficit for the most part, um, still training, doing lots of cardio, you know, lifting every like five, six, seven days a week sometimes, and just going, going, going. And what ended up happening is finally my body was like, I'm done. You know, I couldn't, if I stood up for more than 20 minutes, everything from my shoulders up would start cramping, including like my neck, my tongue, like it wasn't any fun. It was the first time I had a, a lower belly. I've always been like an athlete. So like a lot of the weight just gained around my stomach. I had hair falling out. I had hot flashes. I had eczema everywhere. I had insomnia. I, had, you know what I mean? Like the list is really, really long. I never been so depressive. I've never had anxiety before at that time either. And so it was just like one thing on top of another and doctors kept telling me I'm okay, nothing's wrong, just take a day off. And so three doctors blood tests later, I'm like, you know what, this is not working. And I finally had to just kind of pause and take a whole week off, which when you're a personal trainer, you take a whole week off unplanned, you lose income that you thought you had coming in. So at that time for me, that was a really big hit, but I just kind of, I rolled out of bed one day and just tears started flowing out my eyes. And I'm like, enough, like, this is not working. Something's got to change. And that's, you know, I canceled all my clients that week. And I sat and I was like, this is where I'm at. What am I going to do? Because whatever I've been doing over and over again is not working. And something's got to get. And that's kind of just when I flipped everything. And well, I guess now I'm 30, going to be 32 next month. And life looks very, very different. I mean, currently I'm in LA. Who knows where I'm going to be <laughs> here and there from you know, I'm from Singapore originally, but now I live in LA and six figure business is really nice. I work usually eight days a week, unless I want a, a month, eight days a week, that'd be too much, right? Eight days a month, unless I want to work more. If I want to launch something, if I want to do something, I have the space to do that. And I get to work from a very full cup all the time. So I don't know. What do you want to know about my story? I'm, I think that's absolutely <laughs> perfect and wonderful and awesome. And that was exactly happened with me. 24, I was in the middle of 24, 25. Pff, burned out like you wake up and start crying unshakably just. And my mom, I was in my parents' house and my mom was like, what's going on? And she's like, what happened? It's like, literally, I just opened my eyes and I was just like shaking and crying. And I was like, enough, it's enough. Okay, so what I wanted to talk to you, you are such a powerhouse and you are so amazing at sales. And I would love to give this tangible not a feedback, what is a word for it? Tangible actions for people mm. to really learn how to sell because as a projector, why I found that it's so valuable and not always for projectors, but we get to really wait until we get to offer something to somebody. So mm -hmm. it's like, an, it's really, truly art to learn how to sell when, when you are a projector and you've been able to build that business really quickly, fairly quickly, I know. And uh, how did you do that? It's so funny. I feel sometimes it doesn't feel fast and it takes forever, but sometimes it's like, holy crap, yeah, it did happen pretty fast. 
we can either talk about selling for projectors and my experience around it. I'm not a HD expert. We can talk about that, but really it all comes down to like the energetics of things. And it's been very interesting selling. Tell me exactly what you want me to answer. What would you like me to answer right now? You weren't just going into exactly, exactly perfect answer. Projectors? No, you, the, you energy, the whole energetic about projectors, but I, I mean, in general, we're not all healed projectors. Yeah. Okay. So it's, I, I'm just going to try to bring it down to this and it, it usually comes back to this. I am a very mission-based person. And so with me in alignment, if my clients are not going to somehow align with my mission, I'm not going to bring them on. Right. And so it's a very simple decision because I am so clear. So before we can even talk invitations or anything like that, we have to talk individual clarity. Right. And if we are very clear about who we are, why we're here and what we're supposed to do, then the decisions become very easy and it causes a lot less stress on you and it causes a lot less stress on everyone you have to interact with. So if we can agree on that, then cool. Right. And it's when you are so clear. So I'm going to use myself as an example. So what, because I'm so clear of what I'm here to do and who I am and what my best asset to this world is, because I am someone who is you know, I fully believe in everyone has this unique role in the world. I keep doubling down on that. And because I keep doubling down on that, people's businesses or their fitness or anything like that, they get the chance to really align how they want to align as well. By me living out the way I should be living, they get to live out the way they should be living too. So these are all win-win situations, which you know, I am trying to create in my world from the body all the way to the business. If you made more decisions that were win-win in your body, you would learn how to do it in your business too, very easily. Body's very tangible. Sales is tangible when the money comes in, when something is built, you know, things like that. So I love the body. That's why I do love fitness as a, a start because you get to see the energy in action. And so it's really just the switch that we have to make sometimes for our sales to start happening. I'm sure there's fitness coaches and health coaches here. Once you help your client make that switch from like surviving to thriving with their body, with their physique, whatever, you know, you're coaching, you see everything starts to become very easy, right? We've all experienced this too. It's the same with sales, the same with business, it's the same with knowing who you are in your relationships, all of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It <laughs> always comes to body because our body is so intelligent and it does know more than we do know here. And there was a study, oh, it just pops up in my mind, where they, they did this kind of a game with the cards. And the, the main reason was that what the, was the takeaway that there was the four decks of cards and two of them was already winning ones and two of them was already prior that like failing and mm -hmm. our body start to signal the right answer a minute and a half before 90 seconds and the mind only catch up after 90 seconds isn't that crazy like that is amazing. oh i love it it's i love stuff crazy. like that because it also shows which sides you're on depending on who depending on like your decisions right and so when you pick the decisions that are we'll call them the surviving, just to make it simpler, the surviving decisions, you get stuck in this process and we all know what this is. Sure, maybe it's more like this and you make more money. So you're repeating the process here. Maybe you make a little more money and now you have six yachts. You guys are talking about yachts later. And like, now you're repeating the cycle up here, but there's always that thing that's missing, right? And so when you come over to the thriving side, it's no longer this cycle that you're stuck in. It's kind of more 
like this, if you're very conscious in your decisions, if you're being true to yourself. And I know this sounds so like woo-woo and cliche, but like I've been testing it and guys, it's kind of mind blowing. (laughs) But yeah, it starts to just go up. It starts to look very, very different. And it doesn't mean money all the time. It doesn't mean money all the time. Absolutely. I mean, abundance is not always materialistic abundance, right? And it's, mm-hmm. it's just a tool that comes in as a reward of you being really aligned and giving more than taking into the world. Let's go back to the strategy, right? To the sales. Like, what is the one best strategy that for a sales call that you can advise? So I get asked this by my clients all the time, and it's like the same answer every time. And it's so simple it's be honest. Mm -hmm. Like that is my biggest sales strategy. You know, if you talk to coaches who do sales, like who are like sales coaches and they're just like, we really don't like giving you a script. There's a reason why we don't like giving scripts. And that's because it's not genuine at the end of the day. It's a good guide to help you learn maybe a process or something like that. And strategies, I'm all for them. Scripts, I get why they're needed sometimes. Like all these things, whatever your question is, well, how do I do this when this happens? How do I do that when that happens? If you are in line and clear about why you're here and who you are, all you have to do is be honest. Does it take practice? Yes. But I think most of us would rather receive an honest answer, right? Like Victoria, if you came, for example, you came to me and you're like, hey, here's what I have a problem with, this, this, and this. And I'm, I'm like, okay, do you want me to sugarcoat or you want me to be honest so that you know what to do? Which are you going to pick? Honesty. Mm-hmm. Well, it's honestly that simple. You don't need strategies. If you really care for who you are talking to on the phone, let's say it's a sales call on the phone, then you are going to either learn how to lead them the right way, right? So that means you might have to coach them into investment, for example. Does that make sense? Like if that's where you're going, then you have to just lead them into, hey, this is how you invest for yourself. I don't care if it's with me or somebody else, but if you keep this going, then we're not going to go anywhere, right? Or if it's, hey, this is a better coach. Like, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought there. So bring me back to it. Yeah, that was the strategy, the sales strategy. for yeah, It's just honesty. It's so if you're on mission, it's very easy. All decisions from there are very easy. Do I ask her? Do I probe her? Do I leave her alone? These are all the questions we have. It doesn't matter if you are very sure about who you are in your mission. So I'm sure, was it Amy was talking about leadership, right? Yeah. It starts a lot with leadership. If your leadership is in line and you know who you are and what you're doing here, then the sales call is going to be easy. So I could always give you tons of strategies. People can be like, oh, if they need this, they need safety. They have to talk to your spouse. This is what you do. We can always go over those things. But at the end of the day, yes, you got to lead yourselves first. Absolutely. If you do that, it's just yes or no, very simple. You'll know what to do on a call. Well, awesome. I, I think honesty, it's always comes first and integrity, which right our third chakra integrity so much in there. And the honesty is just, it's always the biggest value, I guess, must be in business because it, you might be able to build a business without honesty, but it will fall apart and yeah. it won't survive for long. So yeah, the same sale is what drives our business, <laughs> basically mm-hmm. funding and money coming in. And that's yeah. what all comes from honesty. How do you, right? You touched up on that. You can give you the, like people the strategy if uh, you are, you want to share one with you guys, actually, do you, you want me to share like one little strategy with you guys? I should really throw sure. this in. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm it's sure three steps. 
and you can use this for anything in life because I don't know if you guys have heard like everything in life is a sales call. So once it clicks for you and you get it, then you see it everywhere. So the three steps are very simple. It's three E's. You got first empathize, empower, and then enroll. Mm -hmm. So this is if you need a little more guidance, this is where you can start, right? So empathize, we always talk about connecting, understanding, and really it's, you have to understand where they're coming from if you want to know how to lead them. So what happens on sales calls a lot is people get pissed off, right? At the other person. Oh, you're just pushing me. Oh, you're just pushing me. And that's because a lot of the people we're talking to on the other end of that phone, they're very reactive. They're in a survival state. It's what I call zombie mode. So there's a lot of defensiveness. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of fear, right? We've come across this all the time. And there's absolutely, sometimes there's no trust depending where they are and what kind of clientele you have. Well, if you say certain things in certain ways to people, you yourself get frustrated that they are in that state. Well, they're just going to react back. And so sales just becomes ugly. You see very, just not empathizing already gets you off to a bad start. Nobody wins in that process. So understand, empathize with them, understand what they're seeing, connect with their pain because they're coming to you because of pain, they're trying to have you fix a pain. So connect with that pain. And then once you understand it, you then know how to empower them. So when you empower them, you give them the courage to really just leap, right? You're helping them build that courage. You're reminding them, hey, remember all these things you've achieved before? There's no reason why you can't achieve something else now. Hey, you're not looking at all these things that you've already done successfully. All you've been focusing on is your failure. You actually have all the skills to do X, Y, and Z, right? Empower. We can usually empower people a lot better than they can empower their, themselves. That's usually the case, right? So once they come to this empowerment and they start believing, yeah, you know what? I have been settling. I have been settling and I am ready to do things different. I don't need to stay treading water, head just above the water all the time. Then you can enroll them. And it's not enrolling into my program or your program. I want them to enroll into themselves. Yes. When they roll, enroll into themselves, and they want to work with me, I will then coach them on how to work with me. And I say coach because when I work with people, it's usually they don't know how to invest in themselves yet. So does that help? So Emphasize, do... empower, enroll. Absolutely beautiful. The next question goes just right next to it and it's just perfectly <laughs> running on. How do you deal with those money objections, right? Because I guess, well, they're real. It's a lot <laughs> of mirrors. It's a lot of mirroring, but there is a lot. Like, how do you deal with those um, money objections? Yeah, you know, it's it's really fun to watch. I coach a lot of fitness instructors, and it's really fun to to see like what happens when money objections come up to them because they have no problem with one aspect of fixing energy, but then when it comes to the money aspect of fixing energy, because I'm sure all of us here we have heard money is energy. It is the flow of energy yada, yada, yada. So there's different ways energy flows. There's fitness in your body, right? And then there's money, which is like our bank accounts and stuff like that. So fitness instructors or spiritual coaches or something, they're really comfortable with this section, right? They're comfortable with the fitness, the body. They're comfortable with the spirituality piece. But then you bring them to the money piece and they're just like, oh, never mind. It's okay. I'm not going to fix it. You know, like they just like, it crumbled us, right? And I'm saying that because I was the same way. And so if you recognize that you, whatever stories you've had, and people have talked money mindset a lot, you know, and, and whatever stories you've had, you being unable to talk a client through or coach a client through a money objection is getting in the way of their success. For me, 
their success means not ending up in a hospital with a mild stroke next week. That's what my client's success is when I work with burnout recovery, right? If it's business, their success means that they get to actually have financial freedom or an increase in income without being a slave to their business. Okay, so we have to be very clear what success is and who we're talking to with this. But yeah, does that help answer some things? Like, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. And you know, the money objections also yeah. a lot of times comes in when we're just not giving a lot, enough value for people to understand, like, what is the mm-hmm. value in the program? And you can definitely coach them through, or maybe it's just their objections. So, yeah. you know, they're like, oh, I don't know. Am I going to ask my spouse? Maybe I'll like share with them, but that's mm-hmm. another issue, right? It's not really yeah. money objection. It is so the- if we understand the flow of, you know, Money is just another thing of flow. And it's just, it's the same issue. So a lot of us have the same issue. So if you look at coaches right now, we have a lot of coaches who have no financial flow coaching in other areas of flow. If you, all you have to do is take what you practice here so well, move it over to the money side of that flow, apply the same things that you figured out in other areas. And that's going to help you with the money objections. So when it comes to things like, Let me go ask my spouse. Sure, I get it, right? I want to ask my partner too if it's a big financial decision. I think that's great. I coach them on how to have that conversation. If they have to figure out, well, I need to go find the money. I coach them how to figure out the money. I don't spend a whole lot of time on it, but I help them with it. But that decision, the money objection should only, as long as I have one money objection, right? My first question is, well, before we even talk about the money, because this is how little I care of money is an objection. Before we even talk about the money, like, do you even want this program? Is the value there for you? I find out if the value is there first, because if the value is not there, I'm not going to invest my energy into it. I'm a projector. You don't recognize me. You don't invite me. I'm not going to work with you, right? And I think that's something really every coach can take. Recognition and invitation is really important to guiding. I don't think it's just for projectors. I think it's important for guiding. If the walls don't come down, they, you know, there's no communication that sinks in. So first I ask, okay, if you, do you want the program or not? Is this something you want to do? Because money is just money. Money is just flow. We can get money. We can find money. We can figure that out. If you say yes, we're going to figure it out. I help them do what it takes to figure it out, whether that's How do you talk to your spouse so that they actually understand you are suffering in your body right now, right? If I am, if if I had to go, if let's say my health is poor and I have to go to my partner and I'm like, so there's this $12,000 fitness program that I really want to join. Is that okay? Can I go do that? Yeah. No. Why don't you just go join a gym? There's no communication on what the value really is there, right? When it comes to the spouse. But if, so this is what I coached them on. I say, Hey, you know, I don't feel good in my body. I haven't felt confident in a really long time. I don't know what is going on. My hair is dropping out. My stomach is just showing up suddenly and I'm super depressed and I cannot wake up another day and feel this tired and like a truck ran over me. I need this program. I trust this coach. Can I do this? Can we make this happen? You're going to get a very different response from your partner (laughs) when you do that. So money objections, I coach them around the money objections because a lot of them have never invested with themselves like this before. Mm-hmm. To coach them on that, you got to understand surviving, thriving, and the different energetics that takes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. What would you be your best advice to what not to do on the calls? 
what not to do on the calls. The sales call. I, so the very typical one that I see is someone explaining the whole how. Mm. So the goal of the sales calls is not for you to solve everyone's problems. Do I solve problems on my sales calls? Yeah, sure. Actually, we do solve a lot of problems. But sometimes I think coaches are solving the wrong problem. If someone comes to me burnt out and they have a whole nutrition like deficit problem, right? And I coach them on that call. Then what do you think is usually going to happen after that? I can tell you after 10 years in fitness. They're going to do maybe one thing for a little short time and then there's something else because life keeps happening to them in this cycle. Life keeps happening, life keeps happening. So what I've learned the hard way, sadly, is that my first focus on a sales call is to teach them how to invest in themselves so that they can come into the program and I can actually teach them what they really need. Do they understand that that's what they need? No. Sometimes they're so stuck and busy in this cycle and they're treading water, they can't see it. Do I just let them go because they can't see it? And this is when things like invitations and stuff, you know, I'm a self-projected projector. We get to do inner invitations. So we get a little more, I think a little more leeway in a sense than, than the other projectors. But I'm going to fight for the person on the other side of the phone or the other side of the table because I know my mission. And sometimes I understand that their brain fog is getting in the way too much. And they need me to help them see clearly so that they can actually make this first step that's going to change the rest of their lives. And so that's why I'm hearing things like that sales call saved my life because I'm mission-based. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pulling through for these people. I want what's best for these people. I really don't give a shit about the money. I'm not money motivated. Hopefully we can cuss on here, but <laughs> I'm not <laughs> motivated. You know what I mean? Like mission motivated. I don't care. I'm mission motivated. I got things to change in this world. Are we doing it or are we not? Are you ready or are you not? I love that. If you're emotional, think about it. Let me know. <laughs> it's, yeah, if you're emotional about it, then there's a, probably some, you know, beliefs need to be overcome on yeah. the sales call. But I love when you said, right, I am going to do this because I know my mission. And that is the beautiful example of one person in their mission and knows exactly what their mission is, it's not about you. It's about them. And if you totally get it and you're sharing them openly and you know that mm -hmm. is the driver for them to be healthy and that is my mission, it's, that's how you say it. It's not about money. It's about how are they going to, how I am going to transform them. And of course, if there's the right fit, right, you always make decisions from heart and uh, looking for if not a not right fit, you don't pitch them. You just living your mission. And yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. Just like walking example <laughs> of the person who is on their mission and understand it really well. Because when people, right, we at the end of the seven chakras are actually, okay, so I would love to get guys to know do you have those pieces covered, right? You sell successfully, you complete your projects, you're implementing the strategies. Like you said, a lot of people, you give it to them and they're not implementing. And that is all about first chakra. And you keeping your bookkeeping and accounting. It's also going into over like business work. I feel like, you know, when you are, we are started from seven and I did this on purpose because it's everything comes from the purpose, from the mission. Like how could you even sell when you're not sure what's your purpose is, what's your mission? What are you selling it for? What's the intention behind it? What's the vision for that person? And it's absolutely, we have people complete projects. They implement strategies, but they're not selling successfully. And the bookkeeping, it's little out. And 
All right. Yeah. Well, that's very common and it is so important. I feel like once you're not understanding money, they're not coming in. But when you yeah. want to understand them, the start comes in and that's bookkeeping and accounting, I guess. Yeah, it all goes into it. And, you know, going back to who you are and everything, not everybody is made for bookkeeping. So if you're not, please sure. hire, hire someone somebody. to do it. Exactly. Hire <laughs> somebody know? to do it. But all this goes right back to honesty. You know, the more you do this work, the deeper you go into this work yourself, the more honest you can be on the phone and rely less on strategy. So while I like entertaining people with strategy, it's an entertainment so that while you get to where you are, you can start to be a little more honest, you know, on your call. Absolutely. So share with us, what are you gifting to? I think it wasn't like a really gift, but it's an amazing gift of your time. I know it's a call. Yeah. So I do alignment audits and these are really fun alignment audits. And like I said, when you do things from a very aligned place, it doesn't happen like this so much. It happens. You would think it would happen like this. It tends to be more quantum and we, you know, the woo-woo sides and things, the quantum changes. So you're, we're going to do an alignment audit. I'm giving you guys a special discount. Please make sure you use her code because most people are paying full price for these. And so on this audit, you know, I see some of you aren't selling successfully. Those usually come down to a few of the same things. One of them being like, do you even believe in yourself that much? And do you really believe your product? Do you believe in what you're doing? And that's a personal leadership as well. So it can be something that simple to maybe you haven't even figured out who you are. And so what you're selling has nothing to do with your design. And if that is the case, then that's very simple. We just take a switch over and you test it out and it should be more you. And if it's more you, it works. So that's what we kind of accomplish here. And we can do that within the body. Some people should be starting with the body. You know what? I'm going to go ahead. If you guys want a free fitness level quiz, that's going to show you where you are in your body as far as surviving or thriving. And you can get that on my platform. That's what, That one's really useful for the body. It's free. You guys can absolutely have access to that. But you're going to do identity, a lot of identity and a lot of business. So the identity and the business you know, these two are usually what we're talking about in business. Who are you and why are you here? And I think you're the type of people who you want that to kind of be one and in line so that things are more efficient, especially projectors who don't have energy to waste. That's what we do on the call. And it's just, it's kind of magical. It's really changes everything. Absolutely. We have a question. I remember when it was coming in uh, that we, we get to be really physically, you know, well to business be really successful and does that mean if you're not physically fit what you are less likely to succeed in business that's a good question so what's really fun about what all of us coaches do is that if you take a step back we do a lot of the same things right it's just do you want to come in with fitness do you want to come in with spirituality do you want to come in with business at the end of the day those are all tools and strategies and like I said, it comes all the way back to who you are and what you're doing here. So no, it doesn't mean that if you're not fit, you're not going to do it good in business. Maybe business is where you have entered this work and you've really figured the business out. So my clients can range from broke to burn out or super rich and super unfulfilled. It's the same problem. Does that make sense? It's the same problem. So if you figure that out in business, see what works in business, what feels good and what works, then you can bring that over to fitness, your identity, to a lot of things, your relationship. If you just take a step back, you realize it's really the same problem. I always say same problem, different onion, because there's all the layers and they make you cry. 
that's what it is. It's all the same thing. So no, it doesn't mean that, but if you want to get better, it will help. So thank you. Very helpful. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. It was so, so lovely to chat with you. And when I met you, I was like, ah, another projector here. So great. Great. <laughs> You know, great seeing successful projectors because most of us is just like hide and after burnout, it, we tend to really go and hide and not living our best selves. But I mean, mm. what world will miss if they are, you, you're not going to be oh here, right? Burnout. I have so much power. fun. <laughs> I have so much fun. You, you guys can definitely have fun doing this too. Please don't think that you have to like work, 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 work to like get the life that you want. No, it's really quite the opposite sometimes. So yeah. Carrie, um, so, all right. Thank you so much. And I just want to stop a recording. Thank Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you love this podcast, please make sure to rate, subscribe and review it. And of course, you can get in touch with me everywhere online at purposefulwithdoubleldate.com. And I can't wait to see you next time. Kisses.